All right. <clears throat> Good evening, everyone. I, I, I'm going to tell you something. I should actually be in bed. Not because it's that late. I mean, it's like five after 10 in the evening. So, I mean, at night. So it's not like, you know, it's one o'clock in the morning or something like that. But I got work tomorrow. And it's not even like I have to commute to work anymore. I work from home. So I commute from the bedroom to the bathroom to the living room. <laughs> so it's not that much of a commute. But I will say this, though. Uh, I, I've come to like my sleep, you know. I got to get, get my sleep in or else I'm just a cranky mess. Well, not really. I do customer service, so I have to be nice to people, you know. But, uh, you know, it's part of my job. <laughs> So, but I, I, I will say this, you know, I'm perusing the news before I go to bed and, you know, beforehand I was, uh, looking over topics to write about and, uh, to discuss on, you know, Saturday, I'm part of the urban breakdown, you know, so, you know, stuff for Saturday, stuff for the, for the politics show on Monday and, you know, parsing through and figuring out what to keep and what not to keep. And a lot of stuff that's been coming up. We uh, we talked about on uh, Monday's show, we talked about the uh, March for Our Lives, you know. And, and I've been noticing a disturbing trend with Republicans, you know. I, 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 I will say this about Republicans. I, I, I must feel good for them to be free. It must feel good for Republicans to finally say, you know what? I'm free. I don't have to pretend to be a human being anymore. I could just be human garbage and just say what I want, do what I want. Feelings be damned. Constitution be damned. Just sling libel and slander and, you know, just do whatever I want to. And it must feel good for them to just shed off their human skin and just be the lizard people that they really are. You know, I wouldn't know what that's like because I have morals and standards, you know. But I look at the students of Parkland, I look at all the student activists who are out there uh, marching, doing the, doing the shows and, you know, spreading this awareness for, uh, you know, for gun control. Because if anyone needs gun control, we need it. We have more guns than we have people in this country. And I want to say that I was going to go to bed, so I don't have my notes in front of me. So if anything is a little bit off, feel free to mention it to me. I'll easily retract it. But, you know, usually I'm more prepared than this. But something just caught my eye and it really pissed me off. And I figured I had to come on and talk about it. So my opinion for student activists, especially the ones who have seen the tragedy of their classmates getting shot in the back, by a crazed gunman with a weapon that he really shouldn't have had. Uh, I, I say this, either A, this is my opinion, of course, A, you commend them for their incredible bravery in standing up for what they believe in and standing up not just for uh, their lives, but for everyone's lives. Or, or B, you, you shut your fat mouth about it, okay? But you don't get in their way. Okay, you don't get in their way. You don't uh, talk bad about them. You don't try and stifle their energy because you get a check from the NRA. Don't do that. Don't do that at all. That's that's absolutely ridiculous. You know, but there have been some people lately who have been really pissing me off. You have Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro is a uh, 
Republican commentator. Ben Shapiro is basically that kid in high school. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he was a popular kid. Who knows? But he seems like that weaselly kid in high school that nobody liked. And if they had a party, no one told Ben Shapiro where it was. And if he somehow found out where it was and they knew that he knew, they would just move the party someplace else. Like that's the type of guy Ben Shapiro seems like to me. Like the weasel that nobody liked, which is probably why he's a Republican in the first place. So, you know, he had his rant. You have uh, Ben Shapiro. I mean, granted, I'm, I'm doing this show on Anchor in my living room. Pretty much in my pajamas. <laughs> so I have, I have zero production value. <laughs> so I should be the last person talking. But, you know, Ben Shapiro, he just has that stupid camera thing that he does where he's never really looking at the camera. You know, it's like he's looking at his at his at his feet, like he has his notes written on his shoes. I don't know what the hell he's doing up there. And his 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 weaselly voice, you know, it's like a voice that just causes like murder suicides or something like that. Jesus Christ. I couldn't listen to his show just because I couldn't listen to his voice. You know, they you know, he should do. He should have one of those. Uh, God rest his soul. He should have one of those Stephen Hawking's voice boxes to do the show. That would be more interesting than listening to his stupid voice. But he was uh, ragging on David Hogue. I don't know if it's Hogg or Hogue. Uh, so if I'm pronouncing his name wrong, forgive me. But he's one of him and Emma Gonzalez are one of the, are the, like the lead people from Parkland who are addressing this gun violence representing their school. You know, the school, of course, where a gunman shot. Uh, killed 17 students and wounded, I think, 15 more. And Ben Shapiro was kind of ragging on him, you know, talking, you know, telling him how to address a crowd and all this other stuff. And then, I mean, this dude can't even look you in the eye. Talk about Shapiro. And he wants to give people tips on how to address a crowd. Really, Ben? Really? (laughs) If I were you, I'd worry about yourself. I wouldn't worry about David. He's going to be he's going to be just fine. But he said something that pissed me off. Uh, talking about Shapiro. He said that and I don't have the exact quote because, like I said, I'm getting ready to go to bed. I don't have my notes in front of me. But he said that he thought it was ridiculous that David Hogue thinks that uh, politicians are bought by the NRA. What the hell did you just say? Of course they're bought by the NRA. They live in fear of the NRA. Donald Trump, despite his bluster, lives in fear of the NRA. Uh, Would Donald Trump decide to have an individual thought about gun control? The NRA had a private meeting with him, and they literally sat him down. And they were like, let me tell you something, Donald. You orange bastard, you orangutan you. When you get out there on that stage, you say what the hell we tell you to say. And nothing more. And that's what he did. He went back out there and he walked back all of his statements. Yeah, there, there he goes, people. There, there goes your maverick. <laughs> your, your, your president that can't be bought. What a bitch. Talk about Trump. But the thing is, over the last 15, 20 years, the NRA has spent over $200 million in elections. 
So either by donating directly to candidates uh, through PACs and through uh, ads and stuff like that to, to shift political, uh, you know, sway everything in favor of loosening or getting rid of uh, gun control. Why do you think that is? It's because the NRA gets half of its revenue, if you want to call it that, because they're supposedly a nonprofit, but they get half of their money from donations from gun companies. So they got to keep that money train rolling. So they spend an inordinate amount of money uh, to keep the gun manufacturers rolling in dough so they can get their percent. So, of course, of course, they are bought by the NRA. So for Ben Shapiro to say that with a straight face, well, actually, I can I never see Ben Shapiro's face because he's always looking at his shoes like he's about to ask his high school crush for a date. Jackass. But that was just that's just an outright lie. What he said. It's a lie. Of course, politicians are bought by the NRA. You had uh, Marco Rubio go out there and, and say something against the Parkland kids. Marco Rubio has gotten more than $3 million from the NRA. So, uh, yeah, of course they're bought and paid for, Ben. You idiot. Um, then you have uh, <laughs> Rick Santorum. <laughs> Rick Santorum is basically what happens if you build a a six foot statue out of shit and then just wish really hard for it to become a real person. And then when it becomes a real person, it just says, you know what? I'm going to run for public office. <laughs> and to his credit, he, he got reelected twice and then finally got voted out. But that's basically Rick Santorum, a six foot statue made of shit that came to life one day and ran for public office. So Rick Santorum said the dumbest, you know, that's the problem with Republicans. Their arguments are almost exclusively stupid. So he said, he was basically saying, he said two things that, I mean, his whole, everything he said was garbage, but there were two things that stood out. One is, uh, I think he was on Fox News talking about uh, the Parkland students and then saying that, you know, first of all, he said that uh, instead of, asking other people to pass laws for you. Yeah, you mean you're talking about their job. So if you're in Congress or if you're in the House of Representatives or the Senate, that is your job. Your job is to pass bills. Your job is to make laws. That's your, that's your job. To steal a line from Patton Oswalt, that's like getting mad if you're a meter maid. You're mad because you have to check meters all day. That's your job. You've just described your job. That's what you do all day. So if we're not supposed to ask you to pass laws, why are you in Congress? Why are you in Washington? You just dare to just take money from the NRA all day? I, if Rick Santorum reads what he says beforehand and then just gives himself that thumbs up, I, I don't know what to say about the guy. But second of all, he said instead of asking Congress to pass laws on their behalf, which once again is their goddamn job, he basically just says, well, why don't they do something useful like learn CPR? <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, I, I could just imagine some poor schlub, some poor soldier in Iraq who takes a sniper round to the head. And he's laying there on the ground. He's dead. And then another, then like the paramedics come up and just start CPR on him. Like that's going to save his life when half his brains are about four yards away. You know, uh, AR-15s are not meant to wound people. They're meant to kill people. It's not like in those 1980s uh, cop movies, like those Dirty Harry movies where Dirty Harry gets shot with a, with a 38, and then two days later he's back at work with his arm in a sling. No, those bullets are not meant to, uh, they're meant to kill and maim. You know, I'm surprised that there were that many survivors in Parkland because of AR-15 Browns. They're not meant to, you know, it's not like playing patty cake, you know. So the fact that he mentioned instead of uh, passing gun laws, just learn CPR. It's the dumbest thing I've heard today. When Republicans are in office, you can never say the dumbest thing I've ever heard because four hours later, something dumber is going to happen. But I think the worst of them all is uh, Laura Ingram. And Laura Ingram is basically what happens when a trophy wife learns to read and use the internet. And then when I say a trophy wife for Laura Ingram, I don't mean like first place trophy. I mean more like a participation trophy. Like the trophy you get, like there's eight people and they give out eight trophies. And like Laura Ingram is like eighth place. And, and I'm not saying that she's ugly. I'm just saying that she's ugly on the inside. And now it's starting to seep out through her skin. Like the evil is just kind of like, you could see she just has that glaze of evil, of the evil coming out of her pores. That's Laura Ingram. So basically, uh, they found out that David Hogue, uh, he's 17, and I don't know if he's a senior yet. I, I, I didn't research that, but I imagine so because he's applying for college. So he applied for four different colleges that I know of, and uh, all four of them he got rejected. He's got a 4.1 GPA. From what, I've, from what I've read. And he's been rejected by four colleges so far. And Laura Ingram took great delight in tweeting about that. So let me get this straight. Just because a 17-year-old disagrees with you on a point, you're going to make it your mission to embarrass this kid on a national stage. You're going to attack this kid personally. You know, to steal a line from Eminem, when uh, when Laura Ingram dies, she's going to be in a cell next to the furnace in hell because she is basically the lowest form of life. Laura Ingram is a monster. I'm just going to come right out and say it. You're going to you're going to rag on a 17 year old because he didn't get accepted to college just because he has an opinion that you don't like. And then you're going to uh, claim a moral high ground somehow that you're justified in all this. Come on, really? You know, I, I, so like I said, I'm glad that Republicans have finally pulled off their human skin and just showed their lizard scales and just say, hey, look, I'm, I'm a piece of human garbage. This is who I am. Accept me as I am. <laughs> so like I said, you're either going to uh, either commend them or stay out of their way. But there's no way that you could rag on these kids and 
claim some sort of moral high ground. Do you know what it feels like? I don't know what it feels like to watch someone die. You know, I, I mean, I'm talking about like be there next to them as they bleed out. I've seen plenty of people die in videos or on TV, like in the news and stuff like that. I've seen plenty of unarmed citizens get shot by the police on video, but I've never been there to actually see someone die. Closest I've come to seeing someone die is my mom. She died of brain cancer a few years back. And, and I, came, I made it out to, to see her uh, maybe like two days before she died. You know, And that's the closest I've come to seeing someone actually die because she was dying. You know? And you know, my mom was fighting cancer for more than a year. So you kind of knew that day was going to come. You know, when she wouldn't be with us anymore. What if you're a high school student and you're at that point, your biggest worry is who are you going to ask to the prom? You know, and next thing you know, you're running from your life, you're running for your life from a, from a crazed gunman and you're watching your friends die. How do you think that's going to affect you in a good way? Think you're going to get all A's after that? Make get make valedictorian? Or are you going to have a lot of nightmares about that? You know, I mean, Laura Ingram wouldn't know anything about that because Laura Ingram has no soul. Rick Santorum has no soul. Ben Shapiro has no soul and no personality. Ben Shapiro has the personality of a, a boiled pumpkin. And to steal a line from Bob's Burgers, if he was, if he was spice, he'd be flour. <laughs> so these people wouldn't know. They have no empathy. You know, so it's absolutely amazing that these people are applauded by the right. But then again, I don't know why I'm, I'm why I'm so surprised. I already know who I'm dealing with. I know I've been knowing who I've been dealing with for the last 16 years between uh, Bush in office and Obama in office. You know, the, the stark contrast. To, and then now all of a sudden with, with uh, you know, President Bone Spurs in office. You know, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. I don't know why I'm surprised at these things. But I, I just had to say my piece because, like I said, I was getting ready to go to bed. And I was scrolling through the news and I saw the Laura Ingram thing. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me, man. This is absolutely ridiculous. So, I mean, if being a grade A douchebag helps them sleep at night, then I hope they get a good night's sleep because mission accomplished. You know. But I think they're also being desperate because I think they know that they've gone too far this time. I mean, the whole thing with the everyday gun violence, you know, and these kids are letting us know that this is not okay. That this is not just the way it's supposed to be. When We look across and see other countries who have much better gun control and much, much better control over their gun debts. Not just homicides, but suicides as well. You know, so it's absolutely amazing. And we'll see what happens in the coming days and weeks. But I just had to say my piece about the uh, the treacherous. Well, actually, I don't want to call them the treacherous three because Cool Mo D was in a record called the treacherous three and they were dope back in the 80s. So I don't want to denigrate Cool Mo D by comparing these three uh, shit stains to legendary rappers. So, you know. 
But that's all I got for tonight. Uh, I'm probably going to do another longer podcast on Friday. And then, of course, you know, we have we tape uh, Urban Breakdown on Saturday. And then we do uh, politics on what we tape on Monday. So, all right. Good night, everyone. Get a good night's sleep. And uh, see you all another time.